On this episode, we talk with Sean McCoy and NFL issues, the 2018 World Cup, and we have a hilarious discussion about how likely would it be for the Houston Texans and Dallas Cowboys to meet in the Super Bowl? How likely is it that we see both teams in the Super Bowl? That's what I'm saying. That I, I don't your, think it's likely. Because that question is your saving grace because you know ain't no damn way the damn Texans are making the Super Bowl, and at least until Tom Brady retires. Look, look, the Ain't Texans, no damn the Texans way to be saying have that. a better chance of going to the Super Bowl than the Dallas Cowboys. You didn't lost and your I will, mind. And I will explain. You I will lost explain. your mind. I will explain. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host this evening. I don't know when you're listening to it. I always wanted to say this evening as your host. I am Oenye. Over to my left, it's your boy, Chris. What's going on, Chris? What's good? And straight across from me, what's going down, Trey? Not much, man. Not much. I want to give a shout out to Laker Nation and Cowboy Nation. I guess it's kind of official for us now that LeBron shows up and representing the Lakers, so it's got real, real quick. Real, real quick. I thought LeBron was going to play there for a second. <laughs> so I want to start off today's show with a a new thing. I'm going to try to implement this into future shows. It's called Famous Athletes, Famous Quotes. I'm going to give you clues as to who this athlete is that has a famous quote. And then after you guess who it is, we're going to play the quote. So you guys ready? You ready, Trey? I'm ready. You ready, Chris? I'm good. All right. So the first clue is this athlete was born January 17th of 1942. That's right in Trey's range. So <laughs> <laughs> Any guesses? No? No guesses? Do you have another clue? Okay. He passed away June 3rd of 2016. Still nothing, huh? No. Don't cheat over there, Trey. See, no. looking through your phone. No. Okay, so he made his pro debut October 29th of 1960. You don't give me sport? He's a boxer. Okay. Come on, guys. I mean, I know who it is at this point. Do you know who it is, Trey? I just want Dre to say it. <laughs> no, I don't know who it is. Is it the... You want me to guess? Yes, yeah, I think yes. Is it the GOAT? The greatest of all time? The GOAT. It is. Yes, sir. Muhammad Ali. What's his most famous famous quote? Thing like a butterfly. I float like a butterfly. Okay, my Sting like a butterfly. He never got stung by no butterfly. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Rumble, young man, rumble. I'm going to float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. George can't hit what his hands can't see. Now you see me, now you don't. He think he will, but I know he won't. They tell me George is good, but I'm twice as nice. And I'm going to stick to his butt like white on rice. That's right. That was the greatest of all time. I just want to get out of the way. Y'all, y'all, y'all were terrible, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I should have asked what the sport was. I was thinking it was football. I was thinking of a quarterback. I didn't want it to be too easy. 
you know. Yeah, sure. So that's why I want to make sure, you know, keep your mind. I know Trey, Trey's been having, he's had a long weekend, guys. <laughs> so Trey's a very busy man, but he's he's gracious enough to to be here on the podcast. <laughs> so let's get right into it. NFL news, right? It seems like every year, every summer, something is going down with an NFL player that involves something that the Shield does not want to be involved with. LaShawn McCoy. Ex- shady. Shady. Ex-wife is, is I guess, sleeping at his house. Um, The home gets burglarized. And in the process, she's beaten up. She suspects that LaShawn McCoy has something to do with this. That it's not just a coincidence that they come in there and break in and she gets beat, beat up. So, Shady, or LaShawn McCoy, has put himself in a situation where he's associated with this. And now it's just a big mess. I mean, the saddest part of the story is, is that it comes out and the first thing you think about is, okay, so what does the NFL do? Are they going to suspend him or not? Rather than thinking, okay, did he actually do this or not? That's really the sad part. Um, the story sounds iffy, though, right? Okay, so it's at his house and she's saying that he set her up to get have his house robbed why would i want my own house robbed it just sounds too crazy so i robbed my house to have you beaten up to kick you out but what's crazy is if you look at their backstory in 2017 the cops actually came out to their house and the cops came out to their house and saw her clothes on the ground and shady said i'm evicting her she can't live here anymore um i want my jewelry back from her and more importantly i'm afraid <laughs> I'm afraid that she's going to make something up that I did something to her. So this happens in 2017. One year later, lo and behold, the cop said, maybe you want to stay away from her. He didn't take that advice. And we have this mess. It's come to a point now, though, in the NFL, when you're dealing with NFL players, nothing surprises me anymore. Mm. It could be a million things that happen. If it's associated with NFL, I'm like, okay, I can see that being possible. Yeah. Now, as you said, what? What happened 2017, I could see a scenario where Shade does not want this woman in his house anymore. So he's like, you know, hey, get his little thug friends to <laughs> come burglarize the house and beat her up to try to get her out of the house. So I don't know. Who knows what's going on? You, you have so many different scenarios and so many different things that have happened in the past, I don't know how long in the NFL. Now in the NFL, it, you're guilty until proven that you might not be guilty. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because with the whole Ray Rice fiasco, they took no action in the beginning. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, we'll, we'll just let this play out. Lala gag it. Then when the video came out, they're like, oh, no. We, we got to do something quick. You are suspended indefinitely. And, you know, then things happen time after time, mm-hmm. one after another. The NFL, they take action quickly. And I would not be surprised if LaShawn... Is this a suspension or somehow, some way of it? Right now? That quick? Eventually. Yeah. Let me let me ask you a question because I was really young when this happened. I'm tr- I want to go back so we can come forward with Sean McCoy. Do y'all remember Ray Karoop? Yes. So what did the NFL do when that initially popped up? I don't know if they could do anything. Like yeah. he was in- immediately guilty. Yeah. Handcuffed. It's almost like Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm. He was immediately guilty and handcuffed. They couldn't 
do anything to him. The Patriots cut him and that was it. Yeah. Like he was immediately guilty and handcuffed and taken away. Yeah. So there was no no action they could have take, taken it against it. I asked that about that story because as the details came out about him, it just got worse and worse and worse. And this LaShawn McCoy story, it seems like it could get really bad because her best friend, her his um uh, I guess was it is it a girlfriend or fiance? I don't know who the girl is. I, I don't know the whole detail. She was an ex girlfriend. Ex I don't I don't really yeah. don't know. It's ex girlfriend. Her best friend. So it's kind of two strikes. One, his ex girlfriend is living with him, and they've already had some type of domestic issues. That's the first strike. The best friend has come out and said that Shady is very, very just downright abusive to her to his kids. So not that I don't think him and the girlfriend have kids, but to Shady's personal, like his kids with another female, and that he's also beats this girl sometimes. So that's also out there. If half of this is true. He is in big trouble. Well, see, I, I think people kind of just jumped the gun, and like I mentioned, pre-show, these people are these guys are guilty and proven until proven innocent. Unfortunately, and I don't, I don't quite agree with that. I hope he wouldn't do anything like that. But there were two separate incidents allegedly, and there was no evidence of any type of physical abuse or anything like that. Not saying that he's not able to do something like that, or culpable of making something like that happen, but. To be on the phone with 911 after you've literally just gotten beaten and immediately suspecting or accusing your ex-boyfriend whose house you're in of doing that to you, that's weird, man. Like, that's really weird. To be telling the 911 operator, I think he has something to do with this. I think he's watching on our home security cameras. That's that's crazy, man. There's something else going on there that hopefully we find out about. But it's not going to end. Either way, it's not going to end good. Either way, it's not going to end good. Why does this always happen with the NFL, though? Like, it's all this stuff is always so. We talked about this on a podcast before. We're talking about NFL and why there's so much violence associated with the NFL, and it just continues. It just seems like you're always waiting. Almost, I almost thought at the end of the summer, or we're going towards the end of the summer. Like, hey, you know what? Nothing in NFL happened. It's a clean yeah. summer. No, Sean <laughs> McCoy has found a way, and even with the Jameis Winston thing, which has kind of. Not in the same category, but there's always something with some NFL player out there that's going on. Well, it's kind of two things with that. One, the sport is a violent sport, but I think it's a cop-out answer, right? It's a violent sport. When you play violent sport, violent things happen. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just a numbers game. Basketball, they just don't have as many players. How many right. people are on each roster? Was it 53? 53 players. I mean, you combine. practice players. I mean, come on now. It's, I mean, it's just the truth, the, the nature of the beast. All these players are being paid. Not all of them are super rich, but they're getting paid a good amount of money. People get in trouble. But it's not even just current players. It's also former players that are getting in trouble. I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but I think he's going to go to prison for raping someone. He was the son Sharper? of— Sharper? No, no, no. Kellen, oh, Kellen Winslow. Winslow. Kellen Winslow, right? Yes. That. He's also in trouble. Now, yeah. He named Sharper as well. He was involved with, I think, giving females pills and. No, his was um, yeah, his was bad. His was really bad. Multiple rapes. Yeah, yeah but it was he was giving them stuff, right? Yeah. Brandon Brown yeah. was arrested last weekend also. Yeah. So it's not just current players. Yeah. It's also former players, and they're going to prison. I mean, I can understand a numbers game, but it's just now it's like you've kind of lost count. You forgot about these people almost. I forgot about Darren Sharper. <laughs> when he named him, I was like, oh, yeah, him too. Yeah. You know, so it's like, what? what Win- is going on? Winslow's is probably one of the most disturbing I've ever heard because he was raping, I'm talking about 70-year-olds, 80-year-olds. It, I don't understand. And you don't want to make an excuse for the person, but 
even watching him play, I really liked him when he's in Miami and he had that one outburst. I remember that one. I'm a soldier. Yeah, I'm a soldier. But he had these moments where it almost seemed like he had some type of, you know, issues. Like you could see it. And when you hear the story, it, you're not surprised. And we always talk about this. Is there anything that surprises you, like you always mention? And when I saw it about him, I just wasn't surprised. I was a little bit surprised. Well, with the, at the well, nature, yeah, yeah, at the nature of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was I, like, I, I, yeah. whoa, you know, but you're right. Now it's come to a point to where it, it's not as much of a shocker to you when you hear about stories of this nature coming out of the NFL. You you can name anything, rape, murder, whatever it is that has been associated with the NFL in the past who knows how many years now. Yeah. It's it's sad, man. I mean, but I think my initial response to that question was just number. You got four times as many people on an NFL roster than you do almost than an NBA roster. Um, well, I definitely for unless you include the when you include the practice roster and everything else, or the inactive roster for the NBA, baseball is almost double, more than double. I just think numbers wise, you're going to see a lot more incidents, and I don't want to say it's based on you know concussions or brain injury you can't you can't eliminate that mm. i mean you can't eliminate their aggressiveness um based on what they've done and what they've been through these guys have taken a lot but i mean some of their spouses and families and closest friends would probably tell you that could be a reason that some of that aggression and the way they act out the way that they do i don't think you can completely ignore that you know what i've often wondered about because when I watch baseball, I've been watch, I've watched baseball my entire life. This happens in baseball all the time. We hear about players beating their wives and things of that nature. I'll give you an example. Araldus Chapman, right? He's still pitching now. And everybody knows he's he beats his family. And we know this. I don't know why we we react the way we do with the NFL, but we don't do the same thing with other sports, particularly the MLB. There are multiple players who've been accused of all these things, just heinous acts. Nothing. You don't even hear about it. Well, I haven't. I haven't heard about it. That's the point. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard about it. I, I when I do associate these violent acts with um, players or a league, I do think of the NFL. I mean, the the list goes on and on of you know of stuff. You have uh, Junior Seau. You have uh, Steve McNair. You had the guy that went to the the facility and pretty much, you know. When he was in KC, I mean, this is the, the list goes on and on and on and on. And I just don't think of MLB players. Whenever you talk about something that happens in the NFL, it, no matter how small it is, you have to think about everything. Yeah. The big picture. It just because it just associates itself with it. So so we're going to go from football to football. Okay. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> I just had to say it. I had to do it. So the World Cup ended uh yesterday. France wins four two. Over Croatia. Did you watch the game, Trey? Was the, they want the World Cup is over. <laughs> yes, Trey. The World Cup. <laughs> if is y'all over. can see his face, if y'all can see his face, bro. The for real, it's over. It's over. It's oh, over. That's that's awesome. I didn't, I didn't even know. I didn't know. So for, for if you're if you're listening to this podcast for the first time in your life, Trey is not a big fan of soccer. He's just not a big fan. I'm of a fan of game. sports, all sports, but. You you're the one that said on this podcast that soccer players are not athletes. But oh, I don't. So, I didn't consider soccer a sport. So that's that's what that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is disgrace. <laughs> it is a disgrace. We have to start doing these drug tests before the shows. But anyway, France wins. It's four to two. I thought it was entertaining as all hell. The whole 
from the very beginning when my super eagles were in it to the very end. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. We're talking about soccer, right? They play they play it on a pitch, right? They play that that's what you're talking about. That's what's There's going. a goal on each end. Mm-hmm. There's a goalie who sits there mm-hmm. and blocks maybe five or six shots in. You're t- you're saying those games that usually end in zero zero or some type of shootout or you you just committed blasphemy. You said the word soccer and entertaining in the same sentence. Were you referring to the football game or were you referring to something else? I was referring to the World Cup, sir. So the World <laughs> Cup, you said soccer and entertaining. Yes, sir. Wow. I stand by that 110%. Wow. See, I, what is this world coming to? I'm a soccer head. It's the most popular sport it, in the sport. world, Trey. You have to get on the bandwagon, Trey. Listen, I would rather sit here and watch paint dry than sit here and have to go through this stuff. Wow. That, the, pen, the penalty kicks are the, one of the most exciting parts how is that exciting? of the game. You're looking at this. Okay, so first of all, it is the situation. You have two teams. You play. You, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You have two teams. That play for how long? 90 minutes. Plus. Plus the extra time. 30 minutes. Plus 15 minutes. And they, couldn't hit, they couldn't make a damn goal. And now you're going to give us some penalty kicks to see who wins? Come on, bro. Very exciting, bro. That is not exciting. I'll say this 2018 edition was probably the best edition I've seen because there weren't the 0-0 scores going to uh, extra time. I agree with you. There were some high scores. There were some high scores. The the final had six goals in it. Six. That's a lot. I, I didn't even know. France is pretty much the, the golden state of the World Cup. But this is the thing, and this is why – when I saw France win, I mean, I'm African. That's Africa's World Cup, as right, far as I'm concerned. Right. They had all those African players on the team. I, b- I break it down like this. So <laughs> each World Cup squad has 23 players. Right. Guess how many Africans. So now I say Africans, either they were first generation or second generation Africans, or even some of them were born in the African country and then came to Africa. How many players would you 19. guess won that many? So out of the 23, <laughs> it was 15. 15 out of the 23 French players were African. So they were African Frenchmen? Mm-hmm. So the countries were Cameroon, Angola, Nigeria, DRC Congo. <laughs> if you see Trey's face, <laughs> Mali and Guinea and Senegal. All of those countries were represented. It was such a beautiful thing to see so many countries represented just in France itself to see that team win the World Cup. It was beautiful. You should have watched it, Trey. So you could be from another country, but... If there's descendants from an, another country, you could play for that country. Yeah. Yeah. They do the same thing. That sounds exciting. <laughs> no wonder it only happens once every four years. <laughs> no wonder. It, Save the, us. Trey, stop poo-pooing on the World <laughs> Cup, bro. I'm just saying. It was It was very – I was I was engaged for most of the World Cup. I really was. I don't know. You have to look at it from a different perspective, Trey. The atmosphere, yes, it does happen every once every four years. You have players out there proudly representing their countries. You have Neymar rolling around on the ground and paying for absolutely beautiful. nothing. It's beautiful. That's flopping. It's beautiful. Faking excessive contact, <laughs> all that good stuff. Ronaldo was was he was excellent. He was. He, he showed. Did they win? Does he play for France? He does not play for France. Oh, okay. okay. He plays so for, we're celebrating. We're giving like participation ribbons. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been to a bar during a World Cup match? Yes. How are you not excited then? 
It's, I it's mean, more exciting going to watch it than football. I'm just being honest. They, they go they, crazy in this. They do. But, I mean, the world's getting excited about, or France is getting excited about winning the World Cup. Congratulations. United States has won every single Super Bowl. Every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> every single one of them. So, I don't understand what this, I don't understand what this gets so excited about. The greatest sporting event of one game every single year is played the beginning of February every single year. The first Sunday in February is the greatest sporting event in the world, period. The greatest sporting event happens every four years, and it's the World Cup. It's no, undeniable. The largest, the most watched, yes. It, that makes it? No, it but, doesn't. But listen, because they not, don't do anything else. But it's not It's not even the most watched by a couple billion. It beats the Super Bowl five times. Because there's more countries times. watching it. Well, that's exactly. The but, they, but they don't play football. They play football. No, no, so they play soccer. <laughs> Don't even get it twisted, man. Everywhere else calls it football. Oh, the United States is the only country that calls it soccer. Because that's what it is. It's soccer. It's not football. Football Look at this is fine. Football is played on 120 yards, including the end zones, 53 and a half yards wide by 11 gladiators at a time. Gladiators. Not guys who flop when you run by them or blow on them. Not guys who are faking contacts, rolling around, writhing in pain like they're hurt. And the next minute they're get up and they're running up and down. Get out of here. Miss me with that stuff, man. Your boy Romo could flop. Let's put that out there. And that's your boy. Romo? Yeah. Oh, oh! shout out to Tony Romo. Won a golf tournament. But anyway, <laughs> uh, stay there, bro. Stay there. Don't even think about coming back. He, Yeah, they, they flop. They flop. James Harden flops. I get it. But why you got to put James in there? Oh, What's James Jimmy. Harden got to do with this? Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, the World Cup is the most exciting time of the year. It is not. It, it, it is. It is. It, it, it's, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> Every four years, these countries go out and they represent. doesn't matter where it's at. Don't they do that in the Olympics? Okay, that's that's what makes the Olympics. The Olympics. They yes. should just make it the Olympics then. They do have... Um, Olympic soccer soccer as well. They do. I bet the ratings are out of the, out the roof. They're fantastic ratings. Um, okay. I would like to see the U.S. ratings of soccer, the World Cup soccer finals compared to the Super Bowl. We can look that up. I mean, I'm, I would be surprised if it wasn't high. It's still pretty high. I think, even, we, should, even, I think we should look that up. Even without the United States actually physically being in the, the yeah. World Cup. Ain't nobody, I, I, ain't nobody I, got time for that. I, I would bet the numbers are lower this year because the United States didn't qualify, right. which I would guess a lot of people didn't even know but we didn't qualify so the numbers are probably a little lower but i would say by the time 2026 comes around when we're hosting the world cup it'll be really high well we're one of three countries hosting the world cup the united states is hosting it let's let's not oh there are gonna be some games in canada like one or two games and there'll be some games in mexico they probably have about one or two games all the knockout games are gonna be in the united states right so so they, they get an automatic bid right I don't know if they're going to give all three teams automatic bids. So we'll see about that. I don't think I've ever seen Canada in a World Cup. Yeah, I don't, I've never seen Did they have a team? <laughs> I mean, they might. <laughs> I would not know. I'm just shocked that that's still considered a sport. Like, I don't It's going to take over in this country soon, Trey. It, you know how many years I've been hearing that? For the old heads? You know how many years? Of, oh, soccer. Soccer's going to take over one day. Man, you can't, I mean, you can't give away tickets to MLS in most stadiums. Nobody got Those stadiums are packed, bro. What are you talking about? You look at the Houston Dynamo game, Seattle Sh- Sounders. Sh- shall we go? Shall we go to average attendance? Should we go to that? Do the yeah. average attendance for Seattle Sounders. Okay, so you're gonna go. You want to compare that to the average <laughs> attendance of the New England Patriots? 
You want to see that? I just want to see the average oh, attendance well, of the Seattle Sounders. Let's check the Seattle Sounders' average attendance versus not even a pro team. Let's go against the Michigan Wolverines okay. or the Ohio State Buckeyes. Stop the nonsense. Michigan Wolverines have that. That's the big house. That's but they sell it out every time. Because a hundred thousand people in there. You can't get a hundred thousand people to go watch a soccer game. What you do though? They went to the uh, well. It can't be a hundred thousand. It was close to that during the Rose Bowl. This is for Concacaf when Mexico was playing United States um, for their regional tournament. Right. And how many did they get? Uh, they've maxed it out. However many of the capacities for the Rose Bowl, they maxed it out. If it could have been a hundred thousand, it would have been a hundred thousand. Uh, maybe, maybe for one event, not eight weekends in a row, or 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 five out of the twelve weekends. That would be one game that happens once a century or once a decade. I mean, I'm talking about every single weekend. Go, I can go out, uh, look, I, look. We can go outside right now. We can go to McDonald's, wherever you want to right now, and say, hey, I got 28 Dynamo tickets. Who wants them? <clears throat> but people are, do, people are doing that. To, people are doing the Astros, too. Not right now? Well, because they're winning. Uh, Catch so, them losing a couple years trying to get <laughs> yeah, some Astros before, tickets. Before they were world champions, they were giving out tickets. I used to Astro get tickets. emails saying, come, to, come watch the Astros. And I would say, no, mm. <laughs> I'm not going. It's too hot. Look, man, this is not really that big of a deal. It's that Trey is, he's poo-pooing on soccer so hard that we have to say something. I'll tell something. you why he's doing that. Because Trey, I'll give him this, he is football through and through. Hmm. Which, which this country. No, he is, though, but soccer is clearly a threat. That's why no, Trey, Trey's trying to shut it down. <laughs> and he sees it as a threat. The he's trying average, to shut it down. The average <laughs> attendance for the Houston Dynamo in 2017 was 17,500. Did, did I say Houston Dynamo or but Seattle Sounders? that's a number, though. 17,000 is not bad. I want the, the average attendance for the Seattle Sounders. The Seattle Sounders games are live. The people, the atmosphere makes it live. Oh, yeah. You said Dynamo, they, they get live, too. Uh, they do. It's all right. It's all right. We'll be there Ju- July 19th. A- Seattle Sounders, 43,666. Mm. That was the average attendance. That's fantastic. Mm. That's fantastic. For what they're doing over there, yeah, that's great. And they don't even play that often. Do, does anybody? Do you know like, how often? How many soccer games are in a season? In the MLS, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can't take that top of my head. Exactly. But when I see it on, I I watch a little bit. I mean, it's good. It's, it's a good. They're athletes. They're not know. athletes. See this. This see this is where we this disagree. Is not, I don't understand is it, how are they tra- athletes. This, this tra- is, let's not. Let's not. Let's let's. Okay. So the next subject. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to transition. Uh, wait, 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 wait. How are they athletes? Look, hey, <laughs> we're not doing this again. Well, let me, okay, let me ask this one. Hold on. Let me ask you. Let, let, let me just tell this something. If you guys want to hear, <laughs> just go to our podcast <laughs> of the, the World Cup. I forgot what episode it was. But you can listen to all of Trey's shenanigans <laughs> on that episode. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Football season is almost here. Now I, I we're talking wait. athletes. Okay. Trey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep a straight face here. Football season is right around the corner. Yes. We are about two weeks from training camp. We all know who Trey reps. Shout out to Cowboy Nation. And we all know who ONU reps. I'm a Texans fan through Bulls and through. Zone parade. Yes, sir. And Chris is also a Texans fan. I'm a Texan and, and Cowboy fan. Y'all know that. I bleed both colors. <laughs> Go F yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Cavs on parade, baby. That's worse than Trey right there. I've, I've told you this for Ooh. years. For you to be a Cowboy fan and a Texas fan, okay, that doesn't make any sense. No, no, no. Okay, let's explain it. I've done it before. Let me do it again for the people who need to hear this. For people, people just need, like yeah, to they, know. They need they to need hear to know. this. Okay, because they do need to know. I am younger. 
I was born in 19, in the early 90s, something like that. <laughs> when I came here and understood football, the Oilers left. And I'm glad they left town. They ain't do Trash. nothing. They ain't do nothing. Trash. Hey, so the- <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> but anyway, the Oilers left town. I love the Oilers. I like seeing old videos, you know, what's it, love you blue, whatever. Did you ever see that but Buffalo the- Bills playoff game? I did see that. Oh, okay. But the Buffalo Bills didn't win nothing, so it don't hurt me. Um, but anyway, um, so Oilers leave town. At least, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry to cut you off, Chris. I gotta say it's so there. rude. I gotta say hey, that. Let me KD. Let me KD. I'm gonna KD you right here, bro. Let me handle this, bro. Look, at least every third episode, you bring up the Buffalo Bills. It stops today. <laughs> I can't handle it anymore, Trey. Just, just, just. I don't want to hear the word Frank Wright. <laughs> I don't want to hear Buffalo Bills. I don't hear thirty. The number thirty-five should never come out your mouth. Go ahead, Chris. All right. So where I was is Oilers leave, Titans are in the Super Bowl. I'm watching that Super Bowl, Titans and Rams. But there's a void for a long period of time. I think six, seven years where the we don't have a team. Houston, I mean. So every Sunday, pretty much at three thirty, it's the Cowboys on, and you would watch them. They sucked too at that time. Y'all were not good. Cowboys were not good. But it was still a team to root for. So when the Texans come, I obviously bleed Texans when I'm watching the the, the games. But I'm not just going to forget the fact that. My entire life growing up, for most of my youth, I was rooting for the Cowboys. Okay, let me let me tell you what you do right here. Let me explain to you what you should have done in that situation, my my my, my young brother. Okay, <laughs> so when the Oilers left, yes, there was a void. We did had to unfortunately root for other teams. I, I I would never root for the Cowboys ever in my life. I don't care what's going on. You got something against champions? So anyway, <laughs> the Titans, they were my team at the at the time. Oh my! Like 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 Trey says, they're my side piece. Yeah. But once a Houston franchise comes back into the city, you drop that hoe. But this is a different thing. This is a different thing. I was never married to the Oilers. I didn't know them. That's they were just the difference. Dating. I wasn't even dating he, them. He, he I, even know that I didn't all. know who he, they were. We had no franchise. And exactly. By the time you I understood catfish, what football, <laughs> I knew what football was. Oilers are gone. So the first team I could look and fall in love with, well, who was it? it was America's team. Uh, but it was so, just a team that okay. was available. Now that you explain it that way, I will take the – that's my fault. That's that's my fault, Texans fans. Because I did not educate this man on the history of the Oilers and how he should stay a Houston football fan throughout his life. I you mean, cannot be a Cowboy fan and a Texan fan. That's not true. You yes, it true. is true. You can't. I, the, no, Texans, you can't. the Texans are my side piece. That is well known. That is well known. The Texans on my side piece. I show them a little love every now and then. And do we do what we got to do? And then I go back to my real team. They're, when they're available, I'm with them. When I'm available, I should give them some time. When I don't have time, <laughs> then I go back to my main team, the Cowboys. But I show both of them love so one doesn't get upset. If you're listening on the radio or if you're listening on the podcast, next week there will be two new hosts <laughs> on the show. I, I can't do this much longer. I just, I just can't. We got distracted here a little bit. Where I was going with this is how likely is it that we're going to see a Cowboys and Texans Super Bowl this year? Boy, stop. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me just Boy, jump stop. in. Let me jump in and say this. I think one, and you remember, like I said, I like both teams. I think one team has a realistic chance and the other doesn't. But let me break down. Uh, one team has a realistic chance and the other doesn't. What? Let me just let me explain myself, sir. Uh, <laughs> the team that has a realistic chance has a better quarterback, the better defense, uh, the better coach, the better city, the better fans. <laughs> that team was the Houston Texans. If you the guys, team- if you guys can see Trey's face, <laughs> Trey's face is classic, bro. 
he looks like he wants to murder Chris on the scene. No, but I'll tell you, the game where I was so just proud of Houston is the last time we played the Cowboys in Texas Stadium. Well, it, was, was it, it was at the new stadium in Dallas. And Romo had to go to the silent count because there was so many Texan fans just pouring in. I was I was so proud. But I think as far as which team's going to Super Bowl, I mean, it has a better chance. It has to be the Texans. Well, not necessarily a better chance. How likely is it that we see both teams in the Super Bowl? That's what I'm saying. That I, I don't your, think it's likely. Because that question is your saving grace because you know ain't no damn way the damn Texans <laughs> are making the Super Bowl. And at least until Tom Brady retires. Look, look. The ain't Texans, no damn the way for you to be saying have that. a better chance of going to Super Bowl. Than the Dallas Cowboys. You didn't lost and your I will, damn mind. I will explain. You I will lost explain. your mind. I will explain because everybody's poo pooing on the the champs. Homer. The world, who are the world champs right now? The NFC East champion. The Philadelphia Eagles. Win the NFC East. Can, can I talk, sir? Yes, please can do. Can I talk, sir? Please, Mr. Do. Cowboy fan. Please do. Can I talk, Mr. Cowboy fan? Yes, sir. So the champions right now are the Philadelphia Eagles. They play in the same division as the Cowboys. That right there. The Cowboys are not going to be able to beat the Philadelphia Eagles or even win that division. Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson, there's no comparison there to me. No, it's not. Okay. Deshaun Watson is clearly a and better you quarterback. You lost your monkey ass mind. <laughs> <laughs> you have officially lost okay, it. Okay, wait, wait. Can we go, can we go by? I am glad there? that you are a black person, okay? Because <laughs> if you are white, all you've been hearing is rumblings right now. Clear rumblings. <laughs> Okay, you you've lost it, man. What what are you thinking? Think about this. Deshaun Watson has proven in half a season see, that he's eons better than see, Dak you Prescott. You have to stop being a homer. How am I being you, a homer? You have to stop being. How a homer. How am I being a homer? Because you are you. First of all, are you telling me? Okay, tell me right all, now. Just say right now that Dak Prescott is a better quarterback. Dak Prescott's a better quarterback. Okay, wait, wait, wait. let's go. Let's, let's let's we're doing this the wrong way. So forget team. No, for this, a is, this is the right way. But wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to go step by step. So I, I got to ask Trey this because I feel like I can be neutral here. Who do you think has more potential? Dak Prescott. Okay, I don't think you're being neutral here. I think he has a better <laughs> no, run. No, no, that's on. not Chris, possible. I think he has a better running game. I but, think he has a better team, and he's proven. No, 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 no. no. I'm, you, you miss me. Right, let me go back then. Okay, so let's, let's start over then. You're a GM. You're on the board. Dak Prescott's available. Deshaun Watson available. Who are you taking? No, knowing uh, before they, you don't know who the team is. You have this is it's your a clean first pick. slate. Okay, so it's listen, a clean slate. So is this knowing what they've accomplished no, in the c- NFL so far, or they're coming out of college? Help oh no, 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 you're right. Right. No, 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 no. I, I don't care about that. I, yeah. Just what they've done so far in the NFL. So you have Deshaun six games in the injury. I'm taking Dak Prescott. And that's his okay. body of work is better so okay, far. That, that's that's fine. That's so you you Boo, think? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I don't think it's, I don't think it's a logical approach. I think you'd be fired as a GM if you took Dak. I'm being serious. I think you would be because of the upside that he has I, you can agree with me that Deshaun Watson has better upside please tell me you're gonna agree with I that. don't I don't know that because ultimately what are you no. judging what do you what do you judge an NFL quarterback Those six, no, no, I'm saying but the six, Those games, six showed, games are not better than Dak's 32 games not better but I'm not saying it's better but I'm not saying it's better I don't even care that you don't have to argue that it's better all I know is this Dak Prescott has zero playoff wins uh Deshaun Watson has zero playoff wins that's the way I see it so if you're looking at potential, I agree with you. For what Dak Prescott has done, I respect him as that quarterback. But I'm talking about upside right now. The upside for Deshaun Watson is eons better no, I, than, than, than Dak gonna Prescott. We're going to find out this season. We'll find out that song. Well, you're right. We'll we find could, out this we season. Could, we could see that he ends up stumbling. All, all I'm saying is from what we've seen, those six games, it's historic. In six games, he was on track to have more touchdowns than, than Dak Prescott in two seasons. In one. 
Uh, yeah, but that that we also Dak Prescott had an amazing rookie year. Don't forget, don't don't poo poo on what Dak Prescott accomplished his rookie season. Ezekiel Elliott had an amazing rookie year. Both Dak of them Prescott did. Was good. So for but for Dak Prescott to accomplish what he did in conjunction with Ezekiel Elliott did, you don't see that often out of veteran players, much less rookies. No, but not. you got somebody in your division who should have been in the Super Bowl. The Jacksonville Jaguars should have been in the Super Bowl and probably would have been Super I Bowl champs. You. I knew and the you, Jaguars. And you coming. guys are not going to beat the Jaguars at all. You will go 0-2 against the Jaguars. <laughs> you guys might might finish third in your division. I have the, I have a, I have a hole in my chest. The Houston Texans trades is looking dead at me. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just telling you, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. You guys might finish third in your division. The Tennessee Titans are gonna be better, right? And the Jacksonville Jaguars got they reloaded. So I mean you're you're gonna come out the gate on one. If y'all win seven games, if y'all win eight games, that would be a good season. People have tape on Deshaun Watson. They see how he's performed as an NFL player. And every, almost every single NFL player that's gone through what he did and had that successful freshman year in the NFL has had terrible or, or, or lackluster, I should say, second the season. Drop. It happened to Dak Prescott. It happened to RG3. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And I think that's what you're going to be in a surprise for. I, I agree with you that his numbers are clearly not going to be the same as this game stretch. I mean, if his numbers were the same, he'd be the best quarterback of all time. If it, if it stays on that pace, and he's blowing he everybody out the water. And, and I know you do. Nobody's over here hating on him. That's not what the point is. But I think his numbers are going to drop. What I saw from him, though, in those six games, I don't think it's close who's potentially who has a better potential. I think it's clear that it's Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson has a better defense. I think he's probably better coached. And I'm not even a big fan of our coach, but I think uh, the Dallas coach is just inept. I this, truly think, I, I think it's I'm a wash. I think it's a wash. I, I'll give you that. But I do think Bill O'Brien finally has his quarterback that he can coach. We'll see what he can do. How about that? I just And I want to preface this by saying, or come back and say this, Deshaun Watson was my favorite player in the NFL draft last season, or before last season. He you was know what the, you sound like? You well, know how white guys, somebody say they're racist? Oh, I have black friends. <laughs> <laughs> No, That's what you sound like right I, now. And so I don't, I, I'm just responding to you saying I can't be fair. He was my va- my favorite player in the NFL draft, and I told you guys that they actually drafted my two favorite players in the NFL draft. Both came to the Texans. So I'm not hating on them, right? I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying they don't have a better team, and they're playing in a division that will argue. And you guys are going to play that division, right? You guys play the Giants. You guys play the Cowboys. So that division that's going the Giants aren't going to be trash. You got two games against the Jaguars, and you got the Patriots, and you got the Eagles, right? That's not going to be easy. We're going to be bro. good, bro. You got your mind. We're going to be good. You have lost your mind. We're looking at the Texans, you know when you start off this season, they'll say who has the easiest schedule, but that's never, ever the case. But the Texans have the easiest schedule in the NFL. The Texans do? Yeah, the easiest. That's as far as the numbers are. We have one of the easiest schedules. Can we go back and look at that? No, you, you missed me. I'm talking about as far as win percentage from the teams last season. I'm not saying looking at it, oh, they're going to win every game. I'm saying from win percentage of the teams last season, the Texans have the easiest schedule in the NFL. From win percentage from last season. So these are numbers that you just go back and look at the records from last season. But because they didn't go to the playoffs, they didn't win the division, it's not that big of a deal. Their schedule, when you look at it, yeah, they start off playing the Patriots. But that's not a big deal. Going there, it's just almost like, hey, you get a free shot. Going on one there is not the biggest deal in the world. They lost their first game last yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's really and not that big a deal. how did the season work out? Well, okay, look, look, look. All I'm saying, this is a question. Do you remember the question that I had at hand? Is it going to be a like, uh, Is it likely, I how likely patience. is it that the Texans and the Cowboys meet in the Super Bowl? On a scale of what to what? 
I don't know. Just tell me what you think the odds are. Zero. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's zero. I don't think there's mark the tape. <laughs> I don't think there's any chance the Cowboys get to the Super Bowl. Do they? Do they? Do they stand a chance against the Patriots? I, you know, the Patriots are like the Spurs. At one point in time, you know, you you wonder when is it going to happen? When are the Spurs going to fall off? And I do think that I do think this is the year the, the Patriots kind of take a step back. Okay, there are a couple Will they of beat teams. The Patriots. Where's the game you play that? Is it playing in Foxborough? At, in Foxborough. Yes. No, they're, they're not going to win that game. Okay. But that, that's fine. Will they beat I, the Giants I, here? I'm just going to ask you something really quick. Will they beat the Giants yes, here? Yes, okay. they could beat the Giants here. That's not that's so, not. So, hold on, wait, wait. Are you going through the schedule? No, real quick. I, I, think, I, go think, the, I think we should say Do, do we want to wait for that? Let's, let's say well, you're, you're, but you're asking if they can make it to the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, hell no. And I'm just going to explain to you why. You're why? not going to beat okay, the Giants. Okay, go ahead. You're we not going to beat the Giants. Y'all really want to go through the schedule? Hold on, really quick. I'm not going to go through all of them. We'll do it again. I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm not going to go through all of them. We'll beat the Giants. The Cowboys, I'm not going to ask We're going to beat the Colts. We're going to beat the Colts. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. Colts are in the division. We'll be the Colts twice. We'll be the Giants. Let's go outside of your division. Just forget that. But those games count. Okay, they do count. So we'll say you you go. Let's say we split with the tit- the Titans. Okay, and you split with the Jags. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay, so that makes you four and two. Four and two. Okay, four and two. So the Cowboys are not going to ask us. You know how you feel. The Bills. You guys will beat the Bills. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Dolphins. You should. Win. Yes. The Broncos. Yes. At Mile High. That can happen. Okay. The Broncos weren't okay. great last year. Okay. At Mile High, you're going to beat the Redskins. It's yeah. possible, yes. Yeah. It's okay. not none of those games. You're st- the Browns. You, the Browns games you'll win. Look, that's already eight, nine games right there, bro. You're going to beat the Eagles. Where it's going to be play in at. Philadelphia? Loss. You're going to beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. That can happen. I don't know. We, we don't know how that court. We don't know who oh, we actually, is. Actually, I take that back. I take that back. That's a preseason game. So just off the top of your head, rushing through that, you think that you guys will it's win? It's possible. That's nine, ten wins right there. Not going to happen. I mean, Not I'm saying it's happen. possible. We will go back. We should do a whole show on why y'all are gonna go six and ten. Because that's what's barring, gonna happen. Barring injury, no, forget injury. I'm not if saying the, injury. Look, look, look. I would be shocked if Deshaun Watson is healthy the whole year and we only win six or seven games. That guy is a game changer. He is. So if he's on the field and he's healthy, the Texans are making the playoffs. You can mark that on the tape. Okay. Okay. Now if he gets hurt. It's another story. Oh, there you go. That, that's another you story. You know what happened. You know what I say about ifs. Can I, can I repeat it? But if he stays healthy, <laughs> the Texans are going to go to the playoffs. I, you, I believe him that much. The, has any team, has any division ever had three people make the playoffs? I, I want to say. Lately? I want to say the Cowboys, the Giants, and Philly did a while back. So both wild the cards Saints, came the out Saints, of this. The Saints, the Saints. Um, both wild cards the came Patriots, out of The Patriots. And what's the name at the playoffs this past year? Saints, Panthers, Falcons. They made the playoffs this past year. Did the Falcons make the playoffs this year? Yes, they did. There was such (laughs) an unforgettable forgettable run, but they did. Falcons made it. The Panthers made it. And the Saints made it this past year. So that was, so yeah, that's what it's going to have to take. Because y'all aren't going to be the Titans. The Titans, every year, people talk about the Titans and that they should make the playoffs. I will not be surprised if they miss the playoffs. Their coach, which was our defensive coordinator, and, and that's that's if you're I a Texan fan, if you're I don't understand that. I don't all. understand it. So I can see the tight Titans I, clearly I, falling off. I don't know what type of juju this man has when he walks in the room to make these people want him. Because when he was here with the Texans, we couldn't push him out quicker. Please go and go, don't, don't, okay, go. And, and the Jaguars. Look, look, the Jaguars will only their defense is the best in the, the NFL. best in the NFL. I will give you that, no doubt. But Blake Bortles can lose you some games. He really can. I mean, you can, but this is the thing, though. You can have the best defense in the NFL. They lost some people in the offseason. Let's not forget that. But you can have the best defense in the NFL. That's true. But they were like, the way they play, 
if they slip up a little bit on defense, they can end up winning three or four games next season. Do I think that's possible? No, 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 no. They, oh, they, they're running, they, their running game is if what's thing comes back. And that's he, the thing. It's if you can't rely on today's game on your quarterback to yeah. score at least a certain amount of points, you can go from a really good defense and still be a quality yeah. defense because we've seen it with the Texans mm-hmm. having a good defense and still winning four or five games. It mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, yeah. You're true. You're right. You're right. So not likely that the Cowboys and Texans go to Super Bowl next nope. year. No, it's not. I'm not saying that it is likely, but I think I give it a better chance than what you guys are saying. That's that's all I'm saying. I think the Patriots are going to fall off this year. I don't think the Patriots are going to go to the Super Bowl next year. I don't know who it's going to be, but I don't think it's going to be the Patriots. And as for the Cowboys, if Dak Prescott takes that next step forward, Ezekiel is back. Yeah. Who knows? And it's not it's not really a team in the NFC that I'm afraid of. But let me tell y'all a story. So we think the day of reckoning is crazy. If the Cowboys and the Texans made the Super Bowl, I can tell you right now the podcast is over. I'll tell you why. In two thousand I'll tell you why. In two thousand and two, USA football. I'm about to talk about soccer for a little bit. In two thousand two, USA played Mexico in the knockout stages of the World Cup. Shout out to my boy Jorge, because me and Jorge were best friends. And before the game, Jorge was telling me, like, y'all ain't going to win. When we won the game, I came back to school that Monday. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was killing him. We were done. Jorge, wherever you at, dog, forgive me, man. <laughs> I'm just telling you, if that happens, it's over. I- I'm a big enough man to um, say here on this podcast that if if the Cowboys were to somehow win, this podcast would be done. Yes, you're right. The Super Bowl? Yes. Oh, it's oh over the Texans. Because I know Trey wouldn't be able to keep his mouth shut. Like, you know— I'll change my name to Jorge <laughs> to give my man some revenge. Because he can't even keep his mouth shit about the Oilers. There's always something I negative. See, I didn't even bring them up right now. You this, brought them up this again. This podcast you did. We could talk about them. What's the next topic that we're talking about, <laughs> man? So let's talk a little bit of uh, an NBA. Super Bowl. Oh, oh, I sorry. just said how likely would it be, bro? You got to win your division first. It's possible. Ain't going to happen. It's possible. Mm. So yeah. anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Talk a little NBA. Your boy, LeBron James, was at a summer league game that the Lakers were playing. He he graced um, his presence there. Does that really mean anything? He was there last year too, right? Now that he's actually officially a Laker, though, it's more of a big thing. I think it was a huge thing. I think it was huge for people to see that he finally pronounced or announced his uh Laker fandom, one of those Laker shorts that are probably already sold out online, probably. Uh, and for him to show up and do that, because I don't think Laker fans have really seen it. As soon as he signed the contract, he goes on vacation. He's out of pocket for a little bit. People knew it. I just think for them to see him in public laughing, dancing, you know, having a good time, supporting the Lakers, it was officially I – mean, like I think that probably kind of hit home. I know me watching – when I watched the video of it, it kind of like, damn, LeBron James is a Laker. Yeah. Like, and I knew it, but that just kind of, you know, I don't know. It made it, got, it sink in faster. It got me when I saw him with the the mustard yellow shorts because they're not gold. They're mustard. They're gold. They're, they're mustard. Purple yellow. and gold, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he came in there with the shorts, and I guess this a normal t shirt walking in there. And when it hits, he's like, "Okay, this guy is a Los Angeles Laker." And I think it's kind of cool that he went out there. I think is Josh Hart playing in y'all summer league? I uh, think yes, yes. Yeah. So he's a player that I think is going to contribute this season. So having somebody like Josh Hart playing and seeing LeBron come in, I think it builds a bond for them to have um, coming into the year. But the question I have to ask you, Trey, because we talked about this a little bit in the last podcast with his mural getting defaced 
Do you think at some point he gets booed this season? LeBron? Yeah. No. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. He is, I mean, he is truly in, not to put my faith or anything out there or comparing anything like that, but he is truly, as a fan, he's saving that. He's the savior of that franchise. Mm. Okay, don't get it twisted. Don't People don't, you know, send nasty emails. But for that franchise, he's like their savior. Because no matter what, Lakers season ticket prices have gone out the roof. He's going to get people in the seats. And with him on the floor, Laker fans will feel like they can win every game, no matter who they're playing against. Yeah. And I think so. I think they, and they don't want to mess that up. And if it's after four years, they would want him to stay if he decided to play as long as he wanted to. He could going to have to get wheeled out of there, mm-hmm. almost like Kobe Bryant did. Um, so I don't think that they, there's any way that they boo him. No way. The reason why I say they, they might, and the schedules haven't come out yet. Let's say they have a opening night to play the, the Warriors. Or maybe the second half of the season they play the Warriors and something like that, and they're getting blown out on the court. Um, if the team, and I, I shouldn't say he gets booed, I more mean the team. So yeah. I don't think it'd be directly at him, but the team's getting booed. It's a rough start, whatever the case may be. You just can't see that happening. Nope. I think, and I think after being upset about what they've done, extra things they've done in free agency, I think the Lakers played it smart so far by not going and getting that extra talent because mm-hmm. then I think the expectation to win and win now is going to be there. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, it's LeBron and a bunch of these kids that are playing. So I think the fans going to give them that two-year window to be able to make something happen. But had he had Paul George and Kawhi Leonard or Damian Lillard. Or, windows now. Yeah, we got to do it right now. I don't know if y'all heard this, but Magic Johnson came out yesterday and he said, what the Lakers are about to do is going to be incredible. I'm going to show y'all in the next two or three years. He's really talking about getting the big players in free agency. When you look, I just don't know if it's all puffery. Is he just talking, or do you think he actually well, has a plan? I think he really does have a plan. And when you see players like Clint Capella declining options or, or really big contracts, a player like Jimmy Butler saying, like, no, nah, mm-hmm. not going to do it. I think I think doors for the Lakers and, and other big franchises and big markets, I think those doors are opening um, and you're getting a bunch of superstars to go play there. For Jimmy Butler to turn down $110 million, I mean, well, that, that's for, crazy to me. For Jimmy, it makes sense, though, because he could make more money just waiting for the summer, period, either with Minnesota or with another team. It doesn't make sense for him to extend. For $27 million a year, right? But it, even if he opted out, right, this coming season and goes to another team, he can make in the 30s this next season. I don't season. think he gets that. I don't think he he's not I don't think he's that player. I mean somebody might somebody might give him that. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a I don't think that's a I don't think that no one's going to give him that much money. Have y'all done talk about LeBron or no? Yeah, I mean, he's he's the greatest basketball player right now. He is. <laughs> he is. He's the greatest basketball player right now. So uh I did post something on on Facebook um some of our followers I asked him to leave a question. We do have our first question from one of our po- followers. Uh, big shout out to uh, Bill Poley. Um, big shout out to you, big po- Bill Poley. Thanks for for leaving a comment. But we did kind of talk about this earlier about the Texans and the Cowboys. But he wants to know what's what's our prediction of the Dallas Cowboys season. Do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Since he's got to go first, Mister Cowboy Nation. He's got to be. Uh, he's got to be a Cowboy fan. So shout out. To my man, what did you say his name? Bill? Bill Poley. Bill Poley. He's got to be the man. I need to add him on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I think the Cowboys' schedule starts off, it's rough. It's really, really rough. Um, starting off at Carolina, 
at home against the Giants and then um, on the road against the Seahawks, that's tough. And I think they'll be battle-tested pretty early. Because to be honest with you, you talked about you know, a schedule. After you get those three games out of the way, uh, you're looking at the Lions, Texans, Jags, and and Redskins. So out of that stretch there, we have everybody unlike we did last year. If we can come out of that stretch, maybe four and two, um, possibly dropping a game against uh, the Panthers or maybe the Jaguars and, and then maybe the Seahawks game. So if we win one out of those three games, I think we win the rest of those. And after that is cake to me um, with the toughest matchups being two games against Philadelphia and then one against the Saints. I don't think, and I'm not the only person to think this, you could go back and you can look at some of the recent reports. I don't know that the Philadelphia Eagles win the NFC East next year. I don't think that's a given. I think the NFC East is going to be, once again, the toughest division in football. Right now, I think the NFC South is probably the most competitive uh, division in football because the rest of them, in my mind, are okay. The NFC West is trying to play, make, make a claim on that. They'll be competitive. I'm not talking about just the be- the best players. But uh, the Cowboys can c- get through that stretch and get into the bye week at 6-2. and two. Um, I think we're going to – I mean – I'm sorry, three and two will be all right. I think looking at the schedule, you brought up the point for the conference, the divisions. I think NFC South is the best division in the NFL. Just have the best teams, best quarterbacks, best players. Um, the NFC East, however, I agree with you. It's really hard a non-Patriot team to win your division back-to-back season. It's just difficult. And then with the addition of Alex Smith with the Redskins, if you remember on the podcast last season, I said that the Eagles were the team that was going to surprise everybody. I call that from the jump. If I had to pick a team in the NFC right now, potentially, it's the Redskins. Because when you watch them the last couple of seasons, Kirk Cousins put up numbers, but there's certain games where they just needed a steady hand. They just need somebody who will be consistent to get them through. And with Alex Smith there, I think that division, like you said, I think it will be the most competitive, And then, which is why I don't. Answering the question, I don't know if the Cowboys make the playoffs this season, but it doesn't mean they have a bad season. I just think there's so many other teams on in that division. I think the if Saquon Barkley is as good as what he looked like in college, he is. I think he rejuvenates the quarterback Eli Manning, and we know what Eli Manning does to the Cowboys. He owns Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, that is, he is the owner of Cowboy Stadium. It's Eli Manning. It's the truth. He owns that stadium. He owns that team. He just does. Um, and with the Eagles, we don't know what we get with Carson Wentz coming back. We don't know if he's goes back to that same guy. Do they come back off a championship high? We don't know. They can come off the season this this be horrible, which is a track record of that happens a lot. So if I had to say what the Cowboys do, I honestly I think they their best I could see them doing, I don't think they'll win the division. I don't. Um but I I can see them being a wild card. At worst, I can see them being a solid team, eight and eight, nine and seven that just misses the playoffs. Yeah, the best case scenario for me for the Cowboys is they go to the playoffs and they get eliminated in the second round. I don't see them going to the Super Bowl. The worst case scenario is they finish seven and nine, eight and eight around there, and they miss the playoffs. That division has gotten better with the addition of Alex Smith and the addition that the, the Giants made. And you know, the Philadelphia Eagles are the champions. They always play Dallas tough. And then you got to look at Dak Prescott. We talked about this earlier. We alluded to it earlier. Dak Prescott is the key. I do believe that this is the season that Dak Prescott has to produce. He has Ezekiel Elliott back, mm-hmm. which was something that they said he didn't have last year to begin the season. Now, hopefully, he will have him for a whole season, and that's going to help him out. But if he can't get that team over the hump, because you know the defense is going to be bad again. Yeah, There's going to be certain points and certain games where Dak Prescott has to win the game for the Dallas Cowboys. And we have 
really yet to see if he can do that. Yeah. So next year is going to be kind of a telltale of that to see if he can do it. I think what you're going to see now, and you can mark the tape, what I'm telling you this right now, what he's lost. Uh, first of all, I'm going to tell you, Cowboys will probably go 11 and 5. Worst case scenario, they'll go 10 and 6 and sneak into the playoffs. But what he lost is his safety valve, his blanket, if you will, and somebody who he's always not thrown the ball down the field for because he already always knew he's going to get open and he could rely on Jason Witten to catch a football. Mm-hmm. Without Jason Witten down there, without somebody crying for the football like Des Bryant does, I think you're going to see him ball. I really do think because he's not going to just check down and hit those receivers. Someone like someone like Tavon Austin running some of those routes for him. I think that I think it's going to be. I think you're going to see a different Dallas Cowboy type offense because you they have to. Y'all have Tavon Austin. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I'll say is this for him: their receivers are going to have to step up. Yep. Absolutely. And that's why I say this: they can have an average season, but it doesn't mean Dak Prescott had a bad season. Because if no number one comes out of that or somebody who's close to a number one on the Cowboys squad, as good as you may think Dak may be, there are times where your guy just has to win as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. He has to win. And, and right now, you look at that roster, I don't know if they have that guy. Yeah. I mean, you can only throw to Cole Beasley so much. You know what I'm saying? Tavon Austin. Okay. Comeback player of the year. I mean, I think that, I didn't know y'all had him. So I think he's, he could potentially be that guy. Yeah. But even then, at some point – you do want a, a bigger receiver who can make a play, and I think he'll miss that. But I will say Dak's biggest strength is not necessarily throwing those types of jump balls. It's more putting this, putting the ball in a position where he lets his playmakers go make plays. Uh, I did, But somebody would need to step up. The same thing kind of happened with Romo. They oh, had um, – what, what, what's that about? Why are you bringing his name? Terrell Owens <laughs> was released from the Cowboys. Um, they kind of wanted, wanted to get a better idea of what Romo could do without mm-hmm. that guy yeah. that distraction there the same thing is gonna happen with Dak Prescott he's not gonna have a a guy he has to zone in on mm-hmm. on each play he's gonna actually be making reads and we're gonna actually see what kind of quarterback Dak Prescott is and and, and you bring up a great point because T.O. leaves and all of a sudden we find out about Miles Austin comes out of nowhere and I think Romo made his career if I had to be really honest with you but that's what Prescott could do for one of these receivers where they had this great connection because the connection he had with well lack of connection he had with Des Bryant was was really Bad for the team. Right. Okay. Shout out again to uh, Bill Poley. Uh, thanks for the questions or the question. Uh, if you guys have any other questions, you can look up, look us look us up on Facebook. Send me a question and we'll discuss it on the podcast. Uh, if this is your first time listening on the radio or on the podcast, you can subscribe to the podcast on our website. It's www.newchannelsports.com. That's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L sports. Check it out. Leave some comments. You got guys got anything, anything else? We back, baby. Why not? Are you gonna say that? I'll just edit that part out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe.